Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and i'm joined by dylan uh dylan did you know that the yen is down i heard um you know it, it took me um so a little bit of video game update as everybody loves to hear um i beat kingdom hearts 2 and i beat uh 14 of the 15 secret bosses because you have there's the entire organization 13 which is a secret boss you have to beat all 13 of them um and there's sephiroth and then there is the lingering will it took me four hours uh yesterday or the day before to beat uh lingering will my excuse for that my reasoning was not because i needed to get good it was because the yen is down i will begin i will begin blaming the yen on every uh, minor inconvenience in my life, as wrestling fans like to do as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty sound strategy so far. I think it's, you know, it's working out quite Zero well. Zero misses, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, saw someone, I saw someone write a whole diatribe about, like, the issues in New Japan and just randomly was like, you know, the yen is down. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, you know, the... And, I'm sorry to get into like this, but a friend of mine, like a casual friend of mine who like is kind of into New Japan, but like not like, you know, uh, he sent me it, sent me like something about the MB down. I was like, what does this even mean? I was like, oh, you know, like the Japanese yen, it's down. And that's that's why New Japan is failing. And he's just like, that's not how that works. (laughs) And I was like, I know. And he goes, you know, like the housing crisis isn't why WWE is bad. And you get like, what? What are we talking about right now? <laughs> um, and yeah, I just found that funny. You lost me with yeah. all of that, but you know what? <laughs> That's fine. basically he was like, "The economy being bad is such a funny reason to say that a like a company is creatively doing poorly, or you know, just not hiring the people you want to hire, or whatever." Like he just found it very funny. Okay. That's fair, honestly. Um, well, you uh, th- this this is brought to you by the Five Star Network. <laughs> Head on over to the Five Star Network for all of the latest, uh, you know, articles, podcasts, interviews from the wonderful world of pro wrestling. Um, I know there's the update wrestle update thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you know actress stage is gonna have a second episode soon. Uh, your show with Xavier exists. I don't know what you guys it, it are doing. Will be, we are going to be recording Monday, so that will be out in the next couple of weeks. That's good. Yeah, I, yes. I, I like subtly, subtly uh, had to turn on my charger there. So <laughs> Very uh, subtle. Otherwise, yeah, this this would have been disastrous. Because, um, yeah, my, my my laptop's battery is, is kind of ruined, you know? That's what's plugging it good. in all the time. Isn't does. your electricity going out? Like for a few Tomorrow. hours. Yeah, but I won't be here. It's fine. Oh, okay, you know, okay. Yeah, we, we uh you know, we plan ahead. Well yeah. Speaking of the five star network, um 
I just I guess I just won't be releasing any new articles uh, before the end of the year because somebody <laughs> decided in the middle of me writing a, a, a article about his faction decided to kill his faction. So uh, thanks, Red Narita. <laughs> yeah, I, Fuck saw, me. I saw that today. I got twenty five hundred words in, and then it just doesn't make sense no more. There's no there's no point. <laughs> this is why you oh. can't trust New Japan. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You I'm, I'm gonna start it. writing about TMDK, and then Zach's gonna leave, and I'm just gonna give up. You know what I mean? Like that's I just mm. I don't wanna I don't wanna be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, on the world of stardom, <laughs> um, we had uh, it's been a quiet enough week aside from the pay per view, um, which is good. There were too many chaotic weeks from stardom. Um, mm. The only kind of stuff is that they've announced some of the matches for uh, the year-end Climax show at Corkin and some of the matches for Dream Queendom in Sumo Hall. Uh, the Corkin, we got a preliminary battle uh, for Queen's Quest versus Where to Tell Tie. me if you've ever seen this one before. <laughs> Elimination match. Um, Utami, Saya, Azumi, Lady C, Hina, and Miyu Amasaki versus Natsuko Tora, Momo Anabe, Starlight Kid, Roka, Rina, and Fukigan Death. Wait, did you say Lady C? Yes. Okay. I hope so. Um, so yeah, that's a very original match, very original stipulation between these this two. Time the groups. clowns there. They've definitely never had elimination matches at Cork and this year. Um, you know, but you know, it's fine. Queen's Quest got the gang pre- back together. They the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure they've done an elimination match between Queen's Quest and Oedotai at like every notable venue they've they run regularly at this point because they didn't talk about baba they did it in osaka they've done a cork and hall a million times uh you know they they just they they like they like they like that matchup yeah i mean you know oh them you know it's yeah. it's one of the only feuds between factions that still exists i feel like because like well yeah because cosmic angels is not yeah, Cosmic, Cosmic Angels is one and a half people, uh, as is its rival group Club Venus, which is yeah. one and a half people. So, yeah, we uh, we don't we don't got many of those to prop us up anymore. So you gotta you gotta rely on Queen's Quest and a way to tie. Um, the matches official for Sumo Hall, on the other hand, are Suzu Suzuki versus Micah for the World of Startup Championship, uh, Mirai defending against Sori Ano for the Wonder of Startup Championship. And Utami Hayashishita and Sai Kamatani defending against Natsuko Tora and Momoanabe in a tag title match. So we have three matches, only three so far, which isn't a lot, but and you know, it's kind of concerning um, because they don't really have any more shows. To, like they have this year end tour that's happening um, where stuff can happen, but like looking at the match cards. I don't know how much stuff. Like, it feels like we're going to get another Haruka Umasaki coming out on a house show that nobody cared about and being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in the semi main event. Is that cool with everybody? Cool. Um, yeah. At least, we have, at least we have the top three matches sorted, but it's it's still a. It's strange to have nothing but those, even like no idea of what can happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no space in the schedule for a press conference either. So, yeah. It's kind of like. Uh, you don't have a lot of space to announce a card. I mean, um, I guess like uh, 12th, 13th, 14th. I think next week. 
is probably that's the a bit time late, they would do that. I feel like that's a bit late. I saw a Japanese fan say that I think it was the eighth of December last year where they had announced mm. like all of it, and now we have none of it. And they'll be in Kobe on Sunday, so they won't do it on Monday because that's a long yeah. trip. Because th- there's going so the to have to be a press conference soon because there's a new blood show in mm. two and a half weeks, so they're going to have to announce stuff for that. I mean, I'd imagine they double up. And we're just looking at like I'm looking at the schedule right now, so I'm just looking at December. That's not even talking about six days later when there are another two pay per views to deal with. Um, oh yeah, they are running. Uh, it's Tokyo Dome City Hall, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, just with Mayu uh, currently injured. And that's the day after their, uh, was that Yokohama Budokan show? Yes, but I mean, listen, the Yokohama Budokan is like a, a lock, especially on January 3rd. They're going to get yeah. like ridiculous numbers in there for no reason. Um, that's just kind of how that works. Um, but yeah, maybe this Saturday we'll get something. Edion Arena number two. I feel like they treat that with some reverence you could announce something there um because let's see the matches you know maybe not maybe maybe not uh i don't know i'm looking i don't see a lot of room here there's a queen's quest away to tie tag on this very show oh that that show of course oh my god it's four on four too jesus um that show does look interesting though um Mm. we'll talk about it later when we get to like the preview stuff which we won't preview every single match from every single show because there's like eight shows happening right now. But that well, there's one like tomorrow. There's a Comic Con on Friday, and then there's a weekend thing. So um, we're, we've actually gone past the worst. It's happening right now. Yeah, I guess we have. We're just over the hump. Yeah. So you know, we'll be fine. Um, I suppose the best place to start is just with the review. There's not a lot up um, after the pay-per-view, as you might imagine, because they are touring for like 10 days straight. Um, and they only got the, the other show up earlier today. Like it was 2 p.m. my time when that show went up, which is quite late, uh, you know. So uh, the main focus here is going to be the pay-per-view, which was uh, Stardom Nagoya Big Winter 2023, uh, Fun Nagoya Castle. I don't know what that is, but... That that is that is part of the title, and this is the Dolphins Arena. They had nine hundred and fifty-two fans, which I don't think they'll be pleased with, um, to say the least. But you know what? Them's the breaks. How how is their Nagoya number usually in that specific arena? I remember Aichi being not great for Stardom, like traditionally, but I don't know for sure. This venue is hard to search for because they call it Dolphins Arena. But nobody else calls it that. So um, let's see. New Japan ran here in July and 3,400. 3,500. Um, yeah, but for New Japan. They did a Grand Prix show. That was 900. Um, they did. So Nogoya Golden 10, Fight 1, was two months ago. And this was 1,300 in Aichi. So. Oh, yeah. But like looking at it, I think that was a outlier because looking at it like their golden week show their big golden week show or not that wasn't big actually that was nothing yeah Yeah. (laughs) like this specific venue they did 1300 two months ago and uh, that kind of drop off isn't good um stardom x stardom 2022 was also here and i can't remember the number for that but i think it's not giving a number yeah it no it's not that's you know 
Midsummer uh, last year was ten hundred. Was a yeah. thousand. Nagoya like, Supreme fight in January twenty two was thirteen hundred. So this was very much below where they usually get, and that's yeah. Whiff. But it's not like they it's not like they usually hit like anything more than a few hundred more. Like I mean, it's it's not a good number. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but... I think four hundred people is 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 not good. You know, you need year over year improvements, and they're just not seeing that in a lot of places right now, which isn't great. And I know some of that's probably overexposure. It did just run this exact same venue two months ago. Um, you are going to burn people out. So Also, I don't, uh, this I don't is know. Tam's hometown, hometown. Like, this is her homecoming show. Yes. Uh, and she was not on the card. So that also HB does HB Tam. Um, okay. That one just... That one just I didn't even hear what you said. I'm going to be oh, real. H- HB Tam. I still don't get the joke. I'm gonna be real. H B K H B Tam. Oh, that's not really. You could have called her like right. the uh, heartbreak middle aged woman. Listen, man, my my football team lost. Uh, <laughs> it's eleven o'clock. I don't want to be here. Uh, it, it is what it is. You're getting much again. <laughs> They're a very Speaking bad. Speaking of team sports, for one well. second, um, I am five and zero in our fantasy league, and I'm so proud of that. I don't know how you're doing that. And the funny thing is, the <laughs> stats the stats tell me for the last like three weeks, I have been the highest scorer of everybody. Um, but I got unlucky and played two great teams early on, so I am mm. three and two. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm coming for you though. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat See, you. See, the thing is, is that I have Anthony Davis and Giannis, uh, and they are like the two two of like the top five scorers right now yeah that's kind of op so it's like yeah and and i also just have a pretty like level team your your team is great and you let jamarant go (laughs) yep imagine your team with him that would be uh, absurd yeah but you know uh, that that i won't feel bad about that for another what 14 days he's he's back soon yeah he's he's back pretty soon you also dropped josh giddy which like is totally fair but (laughs) He was also ass. I'm sorry, guys. I know most of you guys don't give a fuck about basketball, but as someone who I was waiting to drop him because he was like, I knew he could do good, but he just kept sucking. And I'm just like like, averaging 30 points or something. No, he was averaging like 22 at most. Not averaging. He was like a high game would be like a 35. And like his low games were like 10. Like it was rough. Like he was low tens seems to be his flavor though, so you know he was yeah that's true. He's, he's not a big fan <laughs> of over twenty. Like he, he doesn't really shoot for that, you know. Like he's he's comfy where he's at. Um, oh, <laughs> but yeah, I was just waiting for a reason to drop him, and then he became he turned. It turns out he was a pedo, and I was like, that's easy. <laughs> that's fair. You know what? That's fair. I got unlucky as well because um one of my best players got hit by a car. <laughs> Wait, what? How did I not know this? So, so <laughs> Kelly Oubre Jr. was having a stellar season. Oh, I did season. know that. I did yeah. know that. That's so funny. He, he was he was so good with the Sixers. He had like refound his best life, and he got hit by a car, <laughs> and insane. is missing. Like they don't even know when he's going to be back. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even have an injured status. They're just like that. brother is gone. Um, so. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Apparently he's back soon, but I, uh, he's on minutes restriction, so I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna be hitting the heights he was. So, yeah, I uh, 
poor guy. And poor the fantasy, you. the fantasy gods screwing me. But yeah, you are you are as point. as you are equally as hurt by him getting hit by a car as he is, in fact. Um, Honestly, I yeah, I I think so. <laughs> I I I am taking this very very much to heart. Okay, sports are not nice to me. So uh, I get it. Um. Anyway, <laughs> the opening match of this show was my Sakurai beating Ruaka in five and a half minutes with the my pan roll. And you know this? what? It was like fine. Um, I don't remember. It, when I watched this. I did watch this. Yeah, of course. It was the opener. You watched the show live, Dylan. Yes. Um, no, but I didn't know if I skipped <laughs> the first two matches or the first match. Um, okay, that's fair. Because I did only kind of see the the opening match, opening match. Um, oh, before this, Micah, who won the gotcha tournament thingy uh, that we kind of talked about but didn't. Um, she got to start the show, and she met a voice actor that she really liked. I was planning on going and checking who the voice actor was, because it sounded familiar. Um, but I didn't. So, sorry. That's, yeah, that's fair. Um, anyway, my Sakurai won, and it was solid. And you know what? My Sakurai is over, so I might as well give her these pay-per-view openers, let her do her promos, and just send her home. Um, oh yeah, um, Raka ripped up a bunch of Sakurai books because she is an anti-capitalist, if you believe it. Um, it was a huge nice. thing, uh, huge revelation for leftist circles. Um, yeah, this match was nothing. I'm gonna be real; like you're you're overselling it a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I just like I appreciate that they are into my Sakurai and said, "Look, mm. we're gonna give you a singles match to just beat somebody." Now she beat Raka, who has no credibility anymore. So it's not like this huge win, but it's a win, and she got to do her promo, and they're clearly into the My Sakurai, so at the very least, you might as well put her in a spot to get some spotlight. So, mm. you know, I just appreciated that. But yeah, the wrestling was, like, fine. Um, match after that was Yuna Mori and sorry, Ano beating Hanan and Saeida. Uh, Ano pinned Hanan, actually, with the uh, Tom's Tondra, I think it is. Um, I call it the Frenchie. I don't think you're allowed to say that, but you know. Am I not? Is that a bad thing? Uh, please tell me it's not a bad thing. It's just it's just a bit crass, I guess. I don't know. Like you know, Frenchie. You know? Yeah, but you, like you'd say that a about a French person. Yeah, but I'm not calling it. I'm not calling a person. To, you know, I'm sounding like I'm defending a use of something that's bad. So I'm gonna stop before I start. Um, because, <laughs> like, you know, I don't like w- where my like speech was heading. It sounded yeah, very you were, reminiscent of bad things. Um, you, you were going down the matrix. The the Tom's Tondre. Uh, yeah. So I was confused by why they would have um on open Hanan. I was confused why they had uh Wingori lose because I was kind of thinking you probably want to give the the undercard tag champions something like a little bit like unimon's right there but then it kind of got revealed later in the night i thought this was very good um not very good mm-hmm. i thought this was good um i thought eden unimon were really really good yuna yes. especially was throwing some good lariats and mm-hmm. um hanan and ano people don't really remember but they had a really good match in the five star like it's one of the ones that kind of flew under radar, but one it was of really the good. like eighty good matches to be fair. Yeah, that's the issue. Uh, you know, of ninety matches, like seventy of them were at least good, if not very good. Um, but yeah, I thought they did very well together here. I think they have really good chemistry. Um, that was one of Hanan's best matches in the five star, in my opinion. I thought she kind of brought that out here as well. 
Yeah, they were they were very good together um, down the finishing stretch, and uh, their interactions post match were kind of nice as well. Because if you if you do sign Anno, and I keep saying signing Anno is like a matter of when, not if. Uh, it's a matter like of when her... that Sukiban money dries up. <laughs> yeah, uh, like her and Hanan is like a thing that you should go back to because they're yeah. very easy to pair off, right? Seriano is everything Hanan isn't, and vice versa. So I like them kind of, even if it's not going to go anywhere, I like them at least kind of showing open animosity towards one another. Um, you know, Anno pinning Hanan is another one of those things where at the very least, the undercard matches had like uh, an end goal. You know, hmm. uh, that's all you really need. So if Anno pinning Hanan sets her up for a white belt match, that's all that's all I'm really asking for here. Like there's a pay-per-view. Shouldn't really be any meaningless matches. So at the very least, have people win set up challenges. Yeah, it's funny because I was thinking of challengers for like belts during the show later on. And I was like, well, who can really cause usually do that where it's like the winner of a match earlier in the show will challenge later in the show. Um in some way. And so I was like, who won? Because like my Sakurai won here, but she lost, you know, and, and then it ended up being Ano, which was a shock because they just had that match a month ago. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's always kind of a smart and kind of a nice thing to give someone that little bit of momentum earlier in the show that they're going to announce their challenge. Yeah, especially pitting Hanan instead of Ida, because yeah. Hanan has been relatively protected recently. Um, she got a few wins for eye contact in the tag league, so she comes mm-hmm. in with a bit of momentum. So that kind of makes that props Anna up a bit more than if she had just pinned Ida, who everybody beats at this stage, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, the match after that then was a high speed championship match. May Sarah beat Tekla with a La Magistral in eight minutes. Um, dude, May Sarah is a student of this high speed stuff. She like. Yep was all the stuff that you want of a high-speed wrestler, uh, down to the fact that she finishes her matches with different moves. So you're always mm-hmm. kind of on the edge of your seat, wondering which one is going to get the win. And that's like essential to the high-speed style. And she's got that already. She also just randomly hit an RVD kick to lead into oh, it. Man, like a, that was uh, amazing. <laughs> I know it has a proper name, and I, I just... The soul Butt or something, out. isn't it? The rolling no, that's the standing. Savat? Oh, Rolling Savat. Isn't yeah, it? it's it's a it's a Savat, I believe. Um, something it's, like that. Uh, yeah, Sakiyasugawa Soul Butt is the standing it. one. Yeah, and Sakasagawa does the the Savat. Yeah, great move, and I think Bay is so great. I wasn't as crazy about this match as I wanted to be, um, because it felt like the first like sixty seconds, I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a classic. This is gonna be such a great high speed match, and then it kind of lost itself for a few minutes. Um, and I think I think Tekla just kind of dwelled on certain things a bit too much for a high-speed match. Uh, but, yeah, I thought the the opening was, like, a rare instance of me being, like, actively impressed by a high-speed opening these days. Because, like, I've seen all of them, pretty much. You know what I mean? So, like, me being like, oh, that was interesting. That was unique. It's, like, that's a big thing for me. And they did that, and then they, like, immediately got outside the ring. May did a springboard and just stuck the landing to the outside, which was insane. Um, and I was like, holy shit, this is insane. And then it just kind of fell apart a little bit before it got back to a cool closing stretch, I would say. Yeah, I mean, 
they definitely set themselves up a bit early for like greatness and then mm-hmm. delivered very goodness. Um, but you yeah, know, no, I agree. They, I thought they worked really well, and I mean, aside from somebody who can keep up with May Sarah, I think this is the best you're going to get for the high speed stuff because there's very few people who can do the trickery that she does. Whereas Tekla, at the very least, can get close to that. Um, so I thought this was like very good and probably the best we're going to get from one of these types of matches, unless you do one of the three way. Do you think this is better than the, than the Hanazono one? Uh, I think I, I prefer guess, the Hanazono one. I get like being pure high speed, probably. Hanazono hmm. is just like fun, right? like a fun yeah. wrestler. Um, Who could move it at high space, yeah. Yeah, like this was high speed, high speed. I get that. Um, I don't think yeah, I, agree. I don't but, know. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think it's just nice to see May Sarah fully embracing the high speed style and oh, yeah. just what it is and how to excel at it. Another um, note: uh, May Sarah, her gear is kind of like a uh, throwback to the Hoshizuki gear that she used to wear, um, mixed with her current gear, and I really like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, no, I like her. Tekla's, oh my god, Tekla's was Tekla's great. looks amazing. When, when I said I didn't like the silver on Suri, I hope people <laughs> understand why now. Because it, the silver with Tekla, you're like, that just fits the vibe so much better than Suri's. I like, just, it, it's just, it doesn't work for everybody, but I think Tekla and silver is just the best pair. I think it would have worked for Shuri if she was winning the white belt from Rai. <laughs> like, I think the vibe would have I just, worked I just, more. I just, I don't know. Siri just isn't a silver. I don't see her as a silver. She's more gold and, like, red than silver. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. All right, that's fair. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with this belt. Um hope they do one of the three ways again, because I feel like the last best high-speed match that I can remember was the like Koguma, Poi, and Azami one, because you just get that was the last a massive bodies. The, the, the last one that one I remember. After that. The one that I remember, I said. The one that I remember. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, one of the best I, high-speed title matches of all time happened like a month later, but that's okay. That's okay. I, I disagree. Because you just I don't, don't know, I can't remember. Yeah, I probably just don't remember it. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember that high speed three way being like fantastic. That was a really good match. Yeah. yeah, like it stole the show because that second day of World Climax was a very was rough show. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that was the high speed. Um, our next match was a six woman tag match. Momotanabe, Starlight Kid, and Atsuko Tora beat Amisore, Mirai, and Siri. Uh, Tora pinned Amisore in nine minutes with a Swanton bomb. Do not give enough credit to how powerful the way the tie looks sometimes. Queen's <laughs> Quest gets all of the wow, they have aura talk. Um, but a way to tie have some power when they've got like the drip going. I, I think they're like very underrated in the, the gear and just like overall vibes department. They have a lot to live up to, I think. I don't know. I see I see Kid with the the Liger horns and I see Tora in the big you know, the big long dress looking cool and I see Momo ripping off part of Bull Nakano's vibe and I'm just like they fit as three people, as three hoodlums. Like I get it. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I always thought that vibe-wise, Young OED was way more interesting. Uh, because I think that they, and including Starlight Kid in that in that conversation. Um, I think that, like, the idea of, like, these, like, teenage girls just being evil and just just like I've, i always compared them to um shock lock and barrel right where it's like these mm-hmm. these children are just ruining your life <laughs> and i think that's such like a great like just theme and vibe to go for and they always killed it but i, I get what you're saying i think natsuko looks phenomenal she's a great uh centerpiece of the group and i i i'm still not crazy about momo's like whole vibe i think in a way to tie like i i just never got it um but i i get what you're trying to say i think it is a underrated vibe um yeah it's nowhere close to as as uh you know aura quote-unquote of qq or as like i don't know endearing as stars but i i do get what you're trying to say i think it's a cool kind I feel of feel like stars hasn't had that kind of vibe in a while but i think it's because everybody's yeah. injured that's true yeah they haven't had i think a, like three months ago when everybody was there the like they felt like you know the most fun group uh, yeah. but nobody's really there anymore. <laughs> Half them are injured. That's fair. Um, you know, what I liked about this match is everybody paired off with the right person, because um, mm. that doesn't always happen in these tags, but you got Ami with Tora doing big hoss stuff. You got Momo and Suri kicking the shit out of each other. Mariah and Starlight Kid are in the match, or so I'm told. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, I thought again, like the like the Ano match. It's like Tora winning, challenging later in the show. It's as simple as that. You know, yeah. that's all I'm. I will say it's very funny that Ami was way too tall for the Loch Ness lowdown. Um, yeah, because she just like she was like her knees like buckle. She's like, I'm going to just stand up. <laughs> what do you want me to do? And like she like couldn't sell it because she's like you're just gonna put me back on my feet like I don't know what you what you want from me and I thought that was quite funny, uh, I, and I get it you know like I understand this is a relatively clean way to tie a win they cheated so much at the Cork and and like, yeah whatever they did here was like ten percent of no yeah I think this I think cheating. this was just pre- just like clean because it was just not yeah. Swanton and like the did, didn't uh, they jump them for the bell. I mean, that, that doesn't really count. I mean, everybody jumps everybody in stardom. That's true. That's Nobody true. is innocent in that regard. That's fair. Stars um, jumps people half the time. As they should, to be fair. But yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. But yeah, Tor winning. Good match. Yeah. All right. After now. this match uh, was Ano. Oh yeah, she did, yeah. Because everybody left and Mariah was just there. It was like yeah, she was just hanging out. Are, are you like okay there? And then yeah, Suriano popped up and challenged her for for Sumo Hall. Um, I cannot help but like get the feeling that this was supposed to be Natsupoi, and they've just doubled up because Ano is there, and they did a draw last time. Because I don't see why you would do it to back like yes. That. I don't think this was supposed to be Ano, but I also don't know if it was supposed to be Natsupoi because. I feel like, I mean, if no injuries happen, period, I imagine that they would still be champions and dropping the belts at year end at Dream Kingdom. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, they wanted Aphrodite to win here. But so. again, if no injuries happen, that means that Sai is winning the red belt. That's true. End. But you know, also, like, if, there's no, if there's no injuries, I, I don't know if 
Anopoi even like get them and keep them through the time. They league. got the belts before that, didn't they? They did, but I feel like so much stuff got messed up that they were just like, okay, fine, you two are healthy. Because so, um, those gold were meant to have them, and then Mariah left, so I don't know. Okay, yeah, I guess was. I guess if you look at, at it, like, you can't really look at stardom as in a perfect world, because there is no per like, it doesn't. Hasn't been. <laughs> if, in, yeah, a, hasn't, in a hasn't perfect happened. world, Arisa would be here, you know what I mean? Like, I know that's a cheap shot, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's, that's low. That's crazy. But yeah, I do kind of wonder. I don't think it was going to be Natsupoy because I feel like Natsupoy would still be tied up in the tag team stuff um, because Aphrodite wouldn't be. Uh, honestly, if not, I think that Micah and Megan might have won the belts, but that also wouldn't make sense. Well, no, because Megan was yeah, Megan was meant to be like gone. <laughs> um, did, didn't has Sunny confirmed this? I cannot remember. I I um, haven't heard anything. Because I feel like three different people were like, oh, Megan is staying longer than she was supposed to. I don't know if this is a Sunny thing, a Dave thing, or a secret that I'm not supposed to be saying, but <laughs> don't think it's that last one. I don't think it's that last one. Um, so I mean, I knew about... I, I thought that she was going to be here by like through the end of the year, um, but I have heard that it's like, oh, she's still here. And I was like, well, why wouldn't she be? And so I guess that, you know, I've heard that from around, so you probably are allowed to say it. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair, yeah, because you can you can never be too sure. Um, but yeah, it's because Megan like imp- uh, randomly decided to let her stay longer. Um, I guess AW needs to do talking picture woman and spooky lady feuds. Spooky lady and spooky MB. Um, Homegirl has a, you know. has, a, has a crown. Yeah. It's it's a it's a look, I guess. She also but yeah, like I don't I don't know emo, what the tag belts. She talks about her boobs like it's weird. Um, she does, really? Yeah, yeah. And her promo, oh. like I was like I was like this is very not like Julia Hart of you. Like you, I like Sky Blue. This is not what you're like. I was a, okay, you know. You do you, home homegirl. Like I'm not I'm not against it. I guess. Um, but yeah, back to this. Uh, I do. <laughs> We're getting sidetracked today. Um, I do think that Anna was not meant to be in this position, but I don't know if it was supposed to be Natsupoi. Well, I just don't know who else it would be. Natsupoi is I don't one either. of the only people with credibility you could that hasn't been beaten lately um, who could deliver a match worthy of Sumo Hall. Unless it was like Mina, but she's still around. I don't know why you would change Mina unless you have to introduce the new Club Venus girls at Sumo Hall, so you need her free. I don't know. Honestly, I think outside of the three matches that we were given, I don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> moving forward. That's fair. I don't uh, know if they do anyone. either. Yeah, I don't because know it's like, I'm just thinking about it. It's like, start like getting Azumi, post the Julia match for Azumi. Uh, just, you know, not even like a single thought in my brain of like what they could possibly be doing in the next six months outside of maybe a cinderella win for one of them uh yeah and that's that's just those two like that could be said for like most of the wrestlers on the roster um but yeah i mean i'm excited for this match i think this will be better than their previous two i would hope so um because i I think definitely hope so and i also do kind of wonder if that draw was 
with the knowledge of oh you're going to have to run it back next month i'd um, say so yeah I, I don't i don't believe they would have it go to a draw just to go to a draw you know i know yeah, people I like to so. make the draw a joke but i don't think they do it just to do it you know they did it with tam mayu and suzu or saya kairi for obvious reasons where with this i mean you can just pin Siriano. she's won the tag belts <laughs> she, she's she could been make a, pinned a pin. multiple times like yeah clean as a whistle so i don't um i feel like they would have only done that knowing that yeah they had to run and in that case i think this match could be very very good um because mm-hmm. i think Ano's gonna pull out the stuff that she probably wanted to pull out previously but couldn't because she knew she had to save it um i think mariah will continue to do well because i think mariah did really good in that last match of theirs so yeah i'm excited for this match uh cautiously a little bit but i'm ultimately excited um it is there. strange that that's the year-end match though like the dream queen you know, it feels like it's the, a the white belt and weird choice. sumo hall december matches um is a streak as old as time because um well before sumo hall it was the osaka show with uh julia siri double mm, yeah. belt unification then last year it was haruka umasaki and now this year it's ano out of nowhere so yeah the white belt keeps getting these weird uh, like year-end matches and i'm not sure why but you know what ball um the match after that was a uf rules match where nanai takahashi beats scandinavian hurricane in seven minutes with a back elbow this was so funny Nanai said, I am not doing UWF. She she wrestled her normal gear, did her normal entrance. She did pro wrestling moves. Mm-hmm. She she was not here for UWF rules at all. <laughs> it was just so funny. But it was good. Because like, uh, like Alice Inc. was throwing UWF style strikes to try and like beat her. Nanai would just respond by stiffing her or doing a cool pro wrestling move. I think, I think that released. was my thing. Was that like at some point, uh, like right as the match started, I was like, "Oh shit, a UWF rules match with Nanai sounds like I didn't give it enough credit for how interesting it could be because Nanai is known to not be the most cooperative wrestler in the world. Um, so wrestling in a style that is like meant to look and be uncooperative could be so sick. And um, I think if she did a bit more UWF shit, I think it would have been very funny. Because uh, at some point I was like, you know, she's not really like shooting enough. And then a half a second later, she hit two passion effects and fucking concussed homegirl. Um, <laughs> it was disgusting. I know she didn't concuss her because she's wrestling, but it was nasty. <laughs> that finish was insane. I implore anybody to go find a clip of it. Uh, if you didn't get to watch this match, the most important thing is to see the finish. Because holy shit. <laughs> it was yeah, she, gross. she clocked her. She she was taken twice. Mm. She was like, "Oh, that wasn't hard enough. I got you." <laughs> yeah, Andrade got to take some lessons. Oh yeah, I mean Jericho needs to take some lessons. Come on, get some passion. Well, listen, Jericho could take a lot of lessons. To be fair, yeah, it's, you know, I'm scared um, of Jericho taking a lesson in Japan again. He's gonna beat Nanai with her finish. It's gonna be terrible. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't think she would let him. I think Nanai would. Fuck him up, Put her foot down. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, he ain't got no passion. Screw that. 
So yeah, I don't I don't think so. Um, I think this could have been more murder. Is my point. I think the knife could have definitely leaned it, it into good. just like, killing. I, I, I thought it was very good. I had a good time. It's funny. It's funny. The one UWF match. I was like, eh, it was all right. You're like, no, that was good. <laughs> this is, it wasn't a UWF match. Let's it's be quite true. honest here. Nanai said no, and honestly, we love that for her. Um, also, yeah, I think the match keeps uh, kind of acclimatizing. Oh, yeah, She's cool. Yeah. Oh, no, just cool. ink. Yeah. Ink is good. Um, yeah, Ink is cool. We'll talk about her a little bit later. Uh, I will, because I watched the match, and I don't think you got to. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Nanai celebrated with May Sarah, who was more excited that Nanai won than she was when she won her, her title match earlier in the night. May Sarah was so hyped that she won. <laughs> it was it was very wholesome. Uh, and yeah, that's that's the end of that. I love the, the passion injection connection that Nanai seems to build with these people. It's It's very cute. Oh yeah, um, speaking of which, uh somebody in the next match asked for a passion injection match. Uh in passing. I don't know if she'll get it, but we'll see. Oh, interesting. So our match was the strong women's championship. Uh Julia defends against Azumi. Uh she beat her with a Northern Lights bomb in thirteen minutes. Uh this was sweet great. Spot, sweet spot of a of a yeah. time there for both of them. This was like this was great. Um, there was parts of it where Azumi was just like firing off on Julia in very sloppy but cool ways. Like when she hit that one drop kick to like the side of Julia's leg that sent her flying, I was like, "This is pro wrestling. This is real wrestling right here. This is screw you. I'm gonna throw myself at you and hope for the best." Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, they just played off each other really well. Like Julia was so egotistical and was beaten down on Azumi until Azumi did all her high speed stuff and got back into it and almost got the win with that double Azumi Zushi, which is a brilliant near fall, by the way. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean the and this is this is one hundred percent biased. Uh the only like off parts of this match were Julia's fault. Um, and there was one Azumi botch, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But I thought that Azumi's performance in this match was absolutely tremendous. I feel like every time uh, there's like this big Azumi match, everybody's like, oh, well, Azumi's like good, you know, it'll be, it'll be solid. And then she's just like, it's just like, oh yeah, she's like insane. Um, and I thought Julia did her part well as well. Um, I do think that Julia and, you know, this, not to disrespect, I think she got a little gassed at one point. Because uh, you could tell she's like, we're slowing the shit down. Give me a second. <laughs> I, I, we're going to get back to it, but let me get some techers in so I can catch my breath, okay? Um, and I, you know, that's just kind of how Azumi rolls in that sense. Um, but yeah, I thought Azumi really, like, forced Julia to give a fuck. Uh, which is kind of like, the thing about these strong matches is that uh, not always will Julia care that much, and sometimes she'll kind of autopilot her way to like a solid match. It's a fake belt. Um, I don't blame. Yeah, her. no, I, I yeah, it's I don't. I'm not saying that she should, uh, that she should give a fuck. You know, if you don't want to, you don't want to, and I don't really blame you in this sort of no prestige situation. But you know, that's just the case. Is that it's like, you know, you didn't really get it out of her. Uh, Risa Sarah kind of did, but it was still kind of there was it was kind of sloppy. Um, though we can't blame that on injury at the time. I don't know if we will necessarily continue to because it seems like that was kind of uh, uh, a bit overblown. Um, I think the American matches have been okay. I think Hayan was solid, but you know, it was that was a Hayan trying to make the most of this huge opportunity for her. This match, 
Azumi was like, if you don't hit me as hard as you fucking can, if you don't give me some energy right now, I'm going to kill you. Like, I'm just going to keep kicking you in the head and I'm not going to let you live that down if you don't give me a good match. Um, And uh, Julia did. Julia listened. And I thought it was a very, very good match because of that. Um, uh, The, like, Italian hooks and the high kick trade where they both, like, like Julia was punching her in the face and Azumi would answer with a high kick. Great. I loved that spot. Um, I loved the finish. I thought Azumi kind of getting that momentum and then Julia catching her with it, with the Northern Lights. Mm-hmm was great mm-hmm. i think that's a great way the fuck just happened upstairs I don't there's know. a big ass boom oh dear <laughs> i'm sure it's fine um but yeah I, I i loved that that was kind of how you have to beat azumi is that it's like let her momentum kind of fall back on her i love that she kind of kicked at the three you know she didn't she did that thing that old school thing where she kind of lifts her leg but can't kick out i think that's a great thing uh, yeah, I thought Azumi's performance, especially in this, was so, 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 so good. Um, probably not on the level of the Shuri matches. Um, this kind of made me want another Shuri match, because I think Azumi, every year, gets better. And I kind of just want a Shuri match every year from Azumi. Uh, but, yeah, I thought this was still very, very good. Yeah, no, I also love the finish. Julia... Like sense the tide turning and just said nah and dropped her. It was mm-hmm. it was really well done. Like honestly, this was a really really well done match from start to finish. Like uh, full praise to Azumi, full praise to Julia. You know, uh, had you asked me a few weeks ago, I'd have said Julia had one mind on uh, well one foot out the door and half her mind on a Monday Night Raw debut the night after WrestleMania. She could you're, not have you're expected more. a bit much from from homeboy homeboy triple h over there, yeah, <laughs> but she like she could not have looked more checked out for a little bit there, yeah. um, but she's back like the the feeling to quote Scott e I'm gonna steal from Scott for once because he steals from me. <laughs> the feeling was back, um, I could say that because he doesn't you know listen. If, yeah, so if he listened to this, I, he'd he take offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he won't though. He's you know he's he's too busy. Especially we're so, like we're like an hour in. He ain't he ain't listening that deep. Yeah, he's if even if he has, he's been scared off by now. Um, yeah. yeah, no, Julia, the feeling was definitely back that she's she re, she took her crown again. She was like, hey, I'm the main character around here. No, I think Azumi is. You, you would say that. I don't know if the main um, character can lose all the time. I don't. I don't think that makes. A I good mean, that's shit. how. Isn't that how? Like, isn't that how things work? Like, you gotta like the labors. Uh, no. You know, usually, like struggle. Usually win sometimes. Uh, yeah, she'll know. win eventually. Um, sure? Am I borrowing that? Am I borrowing that Cinderella twenty twenty four? Unless they just give it to Mariah again for some reason. Um, so funny. It would be hilarious. Um, but no, and then this match on Instagram. Uh, Azumi posted a picture of Nanai like hyping her up before the match um, and she said oh it wasn't enough that's a shame uh, or no Nanai posted it of her hyping Azumi up before the match and Azumi's like oh it's a shame that wasn't enough uh, maybe we should do it in the ring next time and I was just like Ooh. Azumi passion injection I am so here for that please I don't care if she loses I am rocking with it um so yeah, that might be a thing. It might not be, you know, because wrestlers just kind of do that sometimes. Where they just kind of talk, you know. Um, but that would be a great, great match. I'd be super excited for an Azumi Passion Injection if it does come to be. 
That's fair. It would. It would kind of go crazy. Um, our next match then was Saya Kamatani and Utami Hayashishita winning the Goddess of Stardom Championships uh, when they beat Divine Kingdom, the team of Megan Bain and Micah. Utami pinned Megan in 13 minutes with a German suplex. Um, uh, you know what? This company really missed Utami and Saya. I yes. know they weren't gone for long, but holy shit, the difference they make. Like, just the star power from having them back is immense. No, totally. I, I agree. I think that's like just the vibes, you know what I mean? Like, I know I, I say that a lot and nobody really gets what it means, but just the vibes just are so much better with Everdighty around. Um, this match was very good, uh, you know, obviously. I think if you put Micah in there against Utami um, and Saya, uh, or Utami or Saya, like, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a a bad match, especially Micah operating on the level she is this year. Like, I don't I don't think I had any fear of this being anything less than really good. Um, and it was. And I'm just super excited that after that he won the belts and that they are here. Uh, they put Saya speaking English in the FT in the FTR in the VTR, which I thought was very funny because they just like they just made sure you remember that she was like, uh, and I thought that was that was great. Um, I thought Saya actually really stood out in certain character aspects of this match. Um, but before I get to that, you can kind of give your piece a little bit. Um, there was something I wanted. Oh yeah, so <laughs> is it is it pronounced Afro D? Or what? The team. Yeah. I call it because... Aphrodite because that's that's what the goddess's name is. Yeah, like that's the. But I also understand that, like, if the emphasis is on the e, that's why it's uppercase. Mm-hmm. Aphrodite. I get but that. I don't, I don't know if they say te because Saya said it in her promo a couple weeks ago, and she said Aphrodite, which kind of sounds right. Then. I don't know. I think I think that wrestlers just kind of go through their words very quickly. Like I think I think that's just how Japanese okay. works. <laughs> also, okay. is like yeah. Kagetsu is Kagets. That's how you pronounce it technically. Yes. Yeah. But Getsu sounds. Yeah, I mean Tam is like Tamu. Yeah, exactly. Like we're 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 diving into Japanese pronunciation, and some of the things are a bit. Odd occasionally, um, but yeah, I mean, I call him Aphrodite. Uh, you call him Aphrodite. Some might call him Aphrodite. Some might call him Afro. Some might call him Sayanutami. Teach their own. Yes, I, I don't think I, I would ever call him Afro. But, but, uh, the Afros. Maybe, maybe we need a code name. We can't Remember? call them the lesbians, no, but... even though they are the lesbians. <laughs> Darn damn it, you can't call them lesbians. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, already I, a gimmick, remember 2003? Yeah, no, I think it would be too vague. Eric Bischoff, like, no? I do, I do. It's, a screenshot lives in my mind. Yeah, I still got that too. So, I think I I think I think used it to describe these two you did. recently. Yeah. You did. <laughs> yeah. I didn't remember if it was you. I knew yeah. somebody did it, but I assumed it was you, but I, I wasn't 100% sure. Um, no, but remember when ALK were beefing with Aphrodite and they came out wearing afros. Oh, like yeah. that was like their thing. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, we're going to be Afro. You know, the Afros. And mm-hmm. they wore Afro. Like that was kind of their bit. Um, so that's why I brought up Afro. 
uh, respect the Afro, man. Shouts out Sanji from One Piece. See, uh, well, I think I'm just gonna call him Afro D from now on. Why do you have seems... to? <laughs> you know, I don't want to like get it wrong. You want to be you know, Af- accurate? I know it's Aphrodite in like Anglo centric places, but they seem to say Afro-D. now you're gonna now you're gonna make it sound like it's a racist. <laughs> Anglo is a language, you moron. I know, but like, like <laughs> it's like, oh, the Westerners, style. the Westerners no. are gonna call Aphrodite. Oh my god, this is crazy! Trying to get me in trouble. I called you a moron. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't care. I am. It happens. Okay. Um, um, back to what I was saying, job. since you kind of oh. just <laughs> wow. uh, Saya, um, if you couldn't tell, guys, we are recording late today, so we're both kind of like feeling different. Um, but Saya with Megan was very interesting because Saya is one of the only people that I've seen who's first, like she, I guess she wrestled Megan on the Corkin show, but really pretty much immediately Saya was like, no, I'm just going to beat the fuck out of her. Like, I'm not scared of her. Like she's tall. Sure. But I'm just going to hurt. I'm just going to hit her. I'm just going to keep hitting her until maybe she like sells it. And hopefully she sells it eventually. And I thought that was so cool. Like, nobody's done that so far <laughs> like nobody's been like completely unfazed by megan's presence like at one point uh she went to knock megan off the apron and megan just no sold it and she's like man f-. And she starts like swinging at her and i was like yes like zaya has something and i, I really like we, we talked about this the past few months that's like the ways people interact with megan is interesting uh, it's sometimes even more interesting than Megan as a wrestler. No offense to her, but like I, I, I told you this like the very first time we saw yes, her, I and I disagreed like, oh, until was May Sarah until the May Sarah stuff started, mm-hmm. where it was like very clear how they kind of you know worked. Because uh, yeah, you were right. I, I'll give you that. You were one hundred percent right because I think that like Saya here looked so cool in that she's like I just got back from an injury. You know, I should probably be like a bit more cautious, but I'm just going to I'm just going to go up to the tall ass motherfucker and just swing as much as I can. And then when she's not looking, I'm going to jump off the apron and hit a crossbody outside just because. And that is why Sai is so cool. Like, I think I think that is so Sai Kamatani and I love it. Um, Megan Utami also did very good together. So uh, a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I thought they did a good job throughout the match of building Megan up. Um like at one point she handled both members of the team mm-hmm. on her own. Like she had Saya and Utami beat on her own. So they did a good job throughout the match of making sure that Megan kind of looked unstoppable. Which then when Utami got in and went toe to toe with her, the crowd was rooting for Utami to like slay the monster. And I thought they did really well at of playing into that throughout the match so like the early stuff built to what happened late on them establishing megan as a an unshakable force early on utami's struggle in the match that much better um i don't fully remember what micah did i think she did some cool sequences but she wasn't really the focus of the match no. which is fair and um, saya as well i think was a full focus this was micah utami did some stuff early that was did. good i remember yeah but this felt fully like Utami versus Megan. They re-establish Utami as one of the key players. So I thought they did a good job of like presenting Megan as something for Utami to beat. 
and then she did it. Um, I also thought did that it in was, a way that I was about to talk about the finish. Um, I also think it's interesting that like the idea of Saya, Micah, and Utami working together is so OP. Um, because like Utami didn't have to hit her finish. All she needed was Micah to accidentally hit Megan, uh, and Saya to hit her, and then for her to hit her with the German. Hmm. And it, like she won. And I think that's kind of like an interesting, even though it probably it leads to nothing, because I never imagine Saya, Micah, and Utami being like a actual team. Um, but the idea that it's like, oh, Saya hits her big move, Micah accidentally hits her big move on Megan, and then Utami hits like her C plus move, and she wins because of how insanely strong that combination is. I think that's a cool not only a way to keep Megan protected, that's like, oh, she had to take the biggest moves from three of the biggest wrestlers in the company to get pinned. Um, but also I thought that was kind of like an interesting thing that's like, oh, these motherfuckers are like, it, it further proved how strong the golden generation is effectively. Yeah, and it, it protected Megan, which they seem very committed to doing because mm-hmm. it took all three of them basically to take her down. So, I th- you know, I thought the finish was very clever. And the match itself was really well worked up to that point, and it was a really easy story to follow. It really reestablished Utami as a real main player right off the bat. So I just thought everything about this was so well done. Um, and, you know, credit to Megan as well. I kind of complained about Megan and Tam beat her, and she uh, popped up right away and didn't sell the finish. Credit to her, she did it this time. Uh, you know, she stayed there, she let the moment soak in, took Micah kind of rolling her out of the ring for her to get back up. Um, I just, I thought that was uh, a nice bit of progress from Megan to like really sell losing instead of just popping back up like she did against Tam. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that just in general, uh, Megan, even though she's still obviously selective with it, uh, her selling has gotten a lot better in stardom, just in terms of like the big moves matter you know, even though she is, like, that powerhouse who doesn't really sell. Like, she still sells. You know, like, she she's yeah. learning how to actually, like, sell it and not just be like, oh, well, nothing hurts me. I just, mm-hmm. you know, like, I think she's gotten a lot better at that, specifically, uh, throughout her time in Stardom. Yeah, because, I mean, I've always said this about Aja Kong. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the key to Aja for 30-plus years now has been her knowing exactly when and how much to sell that is how aja yeah. has established herself as the greatest of all time i mean I until feel... until the white belt win arguably the biggest accomplishment of, of mirai's career is making aja bump off of a lariat yeah. <laughs> like that was the biggest thing she did for years you can you can be a monster like megan but uh, what a lot of them don't know how to do is that selling part that mm. Azure got so well. And I think Bull Nakano as well got it down really well, yes. um, to her credit. So it's it's nice to see that progress from Megan, because powerhouses don't just have to be, I'm not selling anything. They have to be, when I do sell, it's a big deal. Mm. And I think we're seeing a lot more of that from Megan as she kind of gets attuned to to working more in stardom. And they're gonna ship AEW a custom-made like Jade 2.0. Like she's gonna be an improvement over where Jade was. Um, even if she doesn't have the huge upside of Jade Cargill, but like, yeah. they're gonna get a very fit and replacement. 
Yeah, totally. I think that 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 she will be a um, she'll just be a way better wrestler than she was when she came in, and she already is. I think a, a lot better than she was when she came in. So, and I was high on her when she came in. Like I was, I've been on the Megan Bain kind of fan train since the Megan Bain train beyond. Yeah, I've been there since beyond when they were building her up pretty well. But it's it's definitely been good to see the strides that she's made in stardom. I wonder if she beats Julia. You know, with um, with Mercedes money apparently edging closer to that WWE comeback, I feel like Megan would make a lot of sense, especially the AEW kind of deal in place. Um, I think it'd be very easy for her to work strong shows and then defend it on AEW whenever they want. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what if they what they're doing with Trisha Dora with that thing. Um, yeah, that that's that's Julia weird. thing. I guess. That's Battle in the Valley, maybe? Yeah. I mean, there's no other place for it, really, if they're still doing it. Again, uh, we don't really know how recently the Mercedes thing was completely called off. So, like, if Julia was meant to hold the belt until, you know, the, you know, spring show where she could drop it to Mercedes, and now that's just not happening... Um, they might just want to take it off of Julia, especially if Julia's leaving too. <laughs> uh, they might just want to take it off of Julia like immediately. And I don't think Trisha Dora is going to be doing that. So I don't know what they do with that. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what they do with any of it's these a belts. Fake really. belt. Yeah. yeah. Th- these, uh, these new Japan belts could not have gone worse. <laughs> I feel like um, just. Uh, it's interesting because they introduced they are... these since the AEW deal. So like, it's not like there's anything getting in their way. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. Because, like, that was their excuse for, like, why their, you know, so many of their uh, American shows kind of failed. Was because, oh, well, AEW exists now, and we're we're partnering with AEW, so, rest, like, fans can just watch our wrestlers there, and they don't find a reason to really go to these strong shows. Okay, uh, but you created two belts <laughs> in the past three, like, what? like 400 days um and you just forgot that it doesn't work i don't know i don't know what went wrong it's kind of incredible you know with new japan and bushiroad sometimes i feel like kidani wants one thing and gato wants another oh yeah and And rossi wants a completely different thing most of the time yes and i think the, the the iwgp women's title was a real victim of that because kidani wanted it He's a businessman. He sees the market for women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Gato is like him pushing the white men. Naito, go away. So there's no room for an I- At I- least we got Naito. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how uh, the New Japan fan thinks. It's like, hey, at least we got Naito. <laughs> imagine, imagine that company without Naito. I feel like it would be it would be awful. dire. It would be so bad. Like, why is wrestling shit? <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I ask myself that every day. Dude, yeah, wrestling sucks most of the time. This is crazy. But um yeah, we had a main event then. <laughs> the World of Stardom Championship Challenge Certificate match. Suzuki defended against Hazuki in fifteen minutes with a German suplex hold. Um crazy. The locomotive. Say, locomotive. This Suzu needed this match. Um yeah. Micah stole her entire flow. In the tag league, all the while, Suzu was shrugging her shoulders, waiting for an old woman's knee 
to rehab. So her getting a chance here to just go, hey, to Bell, I am an elite pro wrestler. It's a really good reminder that even if she beats Micah, maybe people are going to get over it. She's delivering to this level. Mm-hmm. This is also like her first really big singles match that like isn't a tournament match. Because um, the Julia match nice was lore. different. Okay, well, yeah. yeah, the the Julia match. I'm at the point where, like, looking back at it, it wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> I thought I thought they like dwelled on being a good match too much for it to be a good match. Um, this was like the first time where Suzu got this main event spot. You know, kind of like, okay, let's see what you could do theoretically if you won the red belt. And obviously, Hazuki's the best dance partner you could possibly ask for in that situation. Um, but I thought that Suzu completely, like, knocked it out of the park. Uh, Hazuki knocked it out of the park. This was probably the best stardom match in, like, a few months for me. Um, like, uh, this was really, like, a a, a real something for me. Because I, I thought it was very, very good. It could have been better. I think that the fact that everybody kind of knew Suzu was just going to win. I think that Hazuki didn't even really get that many near falls. Uh, she didn't really get any convincing near falls. I didn't want her to blow a a brain buster necessarily but she probably could have gotten like a hazuki stroll at some point but she just kind of lost like there was no real uh uh, there was no hope like it didn't feel like hazuki ever truly had it in the bag and then lost it uh she just completely lost uh which is not great but it was still a very good match so i didn't really mind it um there were some really like notable spots i think like hazuki sold the Ishimori German suplex better than anyone ever uh, since that move was created. <laughs> like, she took that on the, the neck, and it was disgusting. It was great. Hazuki um, just spit water in her face at one point, because she was just, like... She was just feeling it. Hazuki in a main event spot is better than pretty much anybody else. Um, more consistent, at least, than anybody else. Uh, and I thought this match kind of showed that. Uh, as well as Suzu has a ton of upside if they do decide to go with her as the Red Belt champion. Yeah, no, I thought Hazuki was, like, a very important part of this match, just mm-hmm. because she's the she's the glue person for any yeah. match. Like, she will deliver no matter what, and the crowd is into her. I also think they're very clearly going for a heelish Suzu, She's not a baby face. I don't think she's a baby face at all. You know, she is she is a nasty character in kayfabe in the ring. I think putting her opposite Hazuki is a very easy way to get the crowd kind of against her because they love Hazuki. Like Hazuki is always popular. So I think they did a good job of, you know, not only saying, hey, Susie's a great wrestler, but also she's a heel. <laughs> you You should not like her. It's um, funny because, like, she is, but she isn't. Because Micah will use that. Like, she said it in a uh, shoe pro, maybe a weekly. I don't remember. She said it in an article that was like, yeah, nobody really gives a fuck about Suzu. Like, why Why would she be, Why? how could she be the face of the company if nobody cares about her? If nobody mm-hmm. decide, nobody feels anything about her? Did you hear how they were cheating for Hazuki? Yeah, they weren't chanting for Hazuku. And I was like, that's some instigator ass shit. Cause she's kind of right. Uh, obviously, people care about Suzu. I'm not saying that. Uh, I love Suzu. Like, I think she's phenomenal. But that, like, because I think fans don't really know how to respond to Suzu necessarily. Because, every, like, people like Suzu. Like, Japanese fans like Suzu. You know, uh, Western fans like Suzu. 
But they don't like her more than Suzuki. They don't like her more than Micah. And they don't like her more than X or Y. Uh, they wouldn't have liked her more than Tam. So it's like, you kind of have to not necessarily like make her turn heel, but you kind of have to lean into that a bit more so that mm-hmm. she can be uh, the other person who isn't as popular, but still, you know, that makes the match better. So, yeah, I think that is an interesting element of the Suzu matches is uh, that she is kind of the heel, but she's not necessarily like, I don't know. She's in an interesting spot. I wouldn't say she's like in a Naito spot. Like, I think people are scared no, of that. No. Like, I think people are scared of, she's... like, somebody who's not a defined heel not getting a babyface reaction. Uh, I don't think this is something to be scared of or something to, like, I don't think you have to put her in a widow tie. You know what I mean? Thing I think is, she's the thing fine. is, we've seen this exact archetype in Stardom before, and her name was Momotanabe. Yes. This works, and I think Suzu will make it yeah. work. No, you're right. I mean, and this and this version of Suzu is basically where I want Momo to like. That's where I've always wanted Momo to get back to was the heelish, and she's an asshole, and she's not everybody's favorite wrestler, uh, but she's probably the best wrestler. And I think that's kind of where Suzu is trying to slot in. And I think that's a, a that's a perfect comparison, Alex. Good job. Like truthfully, I didn't even <laughs> connect that, but that's like that's like you you nailed it. <laughs> No, like they've they very visibly have course corrected, and I think they're they're playing one of the hits with just the I'm better than you, and I'm going to beat everybody, you know, champion, which has worked for Stardom before. Um, so, I, you know, I, I as I said, I don't I think even if Micah loses to Suzu, I think she'll win people over very quickly. Yeah, um, just based on this match and based on her character work and based on them leaning into it almost um so you know they're they're really salvaging uh what was a very key situation where it looked like micah had to win or they were gonna have a re- re- like a riot on their hands but um yeah it's, i'm glad to see them kind of getting getting it under control yeah and i mean we, we'll still see i still feel like it's up in the air of who wins that main event ultimately it's leading suzu like I feel like mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it that it's like feels like Suzu uh, has that, but at the same time, you never really know, you know. Like it's yeah. it's it's an intriguing main event, one of the more intriguing main events in a long time because you don't really know, like of a of that's, a year end show. That's all say. we've needed. Stardom has been yeah. desperately crying out for that for months now. I feel like just something for everybody to sink into. Um, I feel in like the way wrestling's that been needing like that. Like yeah, I think well, I think it was Scott yeah, that was yeah. mentioning it. That's like I feel like every company in some way is struggling with that. Where it's like yeah, there's cool stuff, but it's like there's nothing to really like, you know, like oh I want to see that, you know, more than like oh that's going to be a good match. Like like yeah. I feel like a lot of companies are needing that right now. And I think you're all, right. all like, Japan is like the closest. Oh, one percent closest. There, all like, Japan has the on. match. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess CMLL, but their pacing is a bit off. Like, I don't, I don't know what the match is for like Mascara Dorada, yeah. but obviously seeing his rise is huge. Um, but yeah, I think All Japan is like the closest. Um, although it's because they ran close. the match earlier, you know, and they ran the match and it was insane, and they're running again. Well, no, it did, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
uh, we there was another show. <laughs> there were there were more yes. shows this past week. Um, the one on the third of December in Wakayama. Uh, this went up earlier today. I think I said it here. Uh, it went up at like two p.m. my time, mm. which uh, didn't really leave me a lot of time to watch it. So I I didn't. <laughs> you did see some of it though. So um, do you want to? Should we bother with the results, or do you just want to? Uh... I don't think any Talk of the results necessarily matter. Um, yeah, so I watched the last two matches, which was Stars versus Suzu, May, and Megan. The Stars trio are the only ones that aren't injured, <laughs> so figure that out for yourself. Um, this got some good extra from Suzu and Hazuki. Uh, they kind of got to do their stuff together. And Hana and May also continued their beef from New Blood. Um, and I thought those were the two key cool parts of this match. Uh, Sai wasn't really in it that much until she was there to lose. Um, Megan wasn't a f- like that huge of a factor. It was mainly that stuff, and I thought that was solid, if not, you know, uh, out of this world. I don't, I don't think you necessarily have to go out of your way to see it, but I thought there was some good stuff here. All right, and that's then cool. The main event was also solid. Not much more than that, but there was Azumi and Shuri doing some good stuff for a prolonged period of time. As I said, just give me that match again. Like, make up a new belt and give it to me on Dream Queendom. Like, I don't care. I, anything, just give me that match. I just want my yearly Shuri and Azumi match, please. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's nice to see Queen's Quest back together. Mirai won there. Uh, Alice Inc. is in God's Eye now. And yeah, that's pretty much what I saw. <laughs> All right. Um, so Alice Inc. joined Godzai then. Um, yes. So she's she's kind of linked up with them. Um, oh yeah, I don't she know was if... a lot better in tag in that tag match than I think she was kind of being shown. Like it, it felt like her. just she got to like pick where she wanted to really like throw out her mm-hmm. offense. And I think that was great, and she got to wrestle against like Azumi, which is also better than you know a Ruaka or an, even an Ida in a singles match. Yes, I can only imagine. Um... Yeah, I'm glad to see her doing tags, and I think God's Eye is the best place for her to do that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, well, you're saying uh, she doesn't fit the Club Venus style? <laughs> Sadly, I don't dance. think so. Uh, but you know, if, if Club if, Venus if... just like changed to being shooters, they're just like, you know what? <laughs> we we are we are renovating Club Venus. This is a this is a Muay Thai gym now. Um, that would be sick. I'm gonna be real. I mean. Mina has the credentials. I don't know. Yeah. You know, could could work. It, 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 yeah. Could be the um, Yeah, that's that's cool for Ink. Um, I mean, God's Eye was always the most obvious spot for the woman who debuted doing Yuri Referrals with Siri. Uh, and if this means she's sticking around for a bit, then so be it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was two other shows over the past week. Uh, they were both house shows. They're not up. I don't think anything really happened of note. Mina so. over Tekla? That's interesting. Is that of um, note? I feel like it, it would have been a year and a half ago. Tekla. Yeah, <laughs> it's not you know. anymore. Um, Mina is a faction leader. Uh, I, will I know say, they don't treat her like it all the time. But yeah. I will say, I think uh, as much as I love Yuzuki's gear, um, it is kind of a problem because I saw her getting stretched by uh, Starlight Kid in the, the numero uno, dos. Numero dos. Um, and like, I was like, oh, she beat Miyu again? And then I looked up, I was like, oh, no, it's Izuki. 
so that's that's going to be an issue <laughs> is because there's their gear looks uh somewhat vaguely similar um and i'm not the most you know smart person okay um... there was another match on this oh uh azumi and utami versus suzu and may were probably was probably very good uh i'm yeah. just assuming um there's three shows this coming week to preview. Oh, one um, more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Okay, um, all right, all right. It looks like Alice and Julia came to blows after a match. Ooh. So that might be a thing. It might. might not be, but that, you know, there's a picture of them, like, fighting after this match. At the same time, Suzu and Micah fought after a match Suzu wasn't even in. Uh, mm. She's a real hater, so shout out to that. That's fair. That's good. Yeah, maybe Ink is um, a Sumo Hall match for Julia. Be... She could be one of the three or four pay-per-views before um, the the American show. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe one four, one three. Hmm. Maybe, but th- possibly. That's, that's actually what I'm probably the most disappointed about from the Nagoya show is that like, are the RS belts going to be defended on the year-end show? Or are the, is the They're strong belt? They're such an afterthought. And or it is really sad. Is the high speed belt going to be defended? Like, is anything but the top three titles going to be defended? <laughs> because, like, it feels like none of them really, like, have. You would assume we get one more. Know. I assume we get at least one more. Does Rena even have a challenger right now? No, but, like, there there is a new blood show. Yeah, no, I know. Not, not for the. So. Not for the. That for the Dream Queen of show, but for New Blood, like I was like, nobody challenged her. No, um, they'll do a random one, I think. Maybe somebody yeah. will challenge her over the coming weeks. I don't, I don't know. Um, it does a lot about stardom that I'm just like shrugging my shoulders right now because they're clearly trying to right the ship, so I'm giving them some space. Um, there are three shows in the coming week to preview. Um, oh, one wow, of them is tired. happening. They ran my Sakurai versus Yuzuki two days in a row, or not yeah, not in a row. That. They ran it once, and then the Starlight Kid match, then that again. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> we are in dark times." Um, the first show to preview is happening in probably a couple of hours at this stage, um, on the seventh of uh, December in Japan, and it is currently mm-hmm. the seventh of December, Japan. So I don't think there's much point in like looking ahead to this. Um, there's nothing really on it. No, real. I wouldn't say there's anything on the card that really stands cool, out. Cool looking stars match, but that's you know yeah. who would have thought. Is um, Yuzuki on here? Oh, she's teaming with Kevin. Ooh, Hanako, that's crazy. Oh, the the this is the crop. The Milano oh yes, crop. yeah, the yeah, interesting. Well, that'd be a fun one. Um, uh, they're going to get killed, but yeah. Of course. Um, on Friday, then, Stardom's at the Tokyo Comic Con. They have one match. It's uh, Miyo Masaki, Azami, and Utami Hashishita versus Hanako, Suzu, and Mei. Um, these are usually fine. They're usually very much like 50%, 75% effort. So you know, the names look good. I'm not getting my hopes up for that one. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of Miyu and a lot of Hanako. Yeah, which might be the most base thing ever. I don't know. Um, Could be. Then on the 9th of December, we have uh, a year-end show in Osaka. Uh, this is the This Osaka is the year-end tour. 
just so everybody knows. Your mentor. This is in Yonosaka Arena number two. Um, we have an opener of Mita Shirakawa versus Hanan versus Yuzuki. So, and Mina's going to win. You would, yeah, but there, there but could be some interesting, interesting changes here and there. Uh, It'll be a test Hanan, of Yuzuki. I, I mean, I don't think I've noted this before. Um, Hanan is the person who seconds Yuzuki to all of her matches. Um, oh, she's a very active second. Like she is rooting for Homegirl, um, mm-hmm. very actively. So you know that not necessarily saying that there could be something there, but just a little behind the scenes type of note that uh, Hanan is very much um, a a Yuzuki fan. Yuzuki pilled, if you will. Um, she is, yes. Right. Um, yeah, this would be a test of Yuzuki because obviously working a three-way match is different than a singles. It's different from a tag. So you're going to get a, a new experience here. Um, but she's been in the ring with Mina already now, so maybe that will help her a little bit, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, we have Hazuki and Saida versus My Sakurai and Tekla. Um <laughs> Guess uh, uh you know, the the DDM team wins. So you know, gets one over Ida. Depends. Yeah. I mean, like Ida can not lose here. Uh, like she's capable of it, but I don't I, know. If if, she I will. feel like the only way Stars wins is if they challenge for the Iris belts. Ooh. After, maybe they do. You know what? Maybe Actually, that is possible. Them. Maybe Koguma's back, and that's like. The challenge, classmates versus. Yeah, I was gonna EDM. say either. Uh, yeah, I mean it depends on how things shape out with injuries, right? Because I do think a stars challenge for the for the, but they just did the the ladder. Yeah, they match. just did that, so that's why I think it would have to have a comeback. In it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I mean you know it's a, this could be something, but it also very likely isn't. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the best way to put it. Uh, we have an eight-woman tag match then. Utami Haishishita, Sayaka Mitani, Azumi, and Mio Masaki of Queen's Quest take on Natsuko Tora, Momotanabe, Starlight Kid, and Araka of Oedotai. I would imagine Oedotai gets one over on Queen's Quest here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we have I don't know what Queen's Quest Oedotai no more. Like, it's, it's yeah. like... <laughs> Uh, Siri Mariah and Amisore versus Siori Ano, Yuna Mizumori, and Hanako. Uh, that is a very obvious God's Eye win. Yeah. Rampage, God's Eye, in fact. Yeah. The OGs. Then we have Megan Bayon versus Scandinavian Hurricane. Um, you think they're cool with giving uh, Hurricane losses yet? Or do you think they're still. Yeah, she lost to Nanai. And yeah, Siri. but she also lost to Shuri, but she also drew with Tekla, uh, which she definitely either uh, could have won that or was lost. Like... That was very weird, though. So um, yeah, it was a it was a, a countout, which was so, well, really done. I guess it depends because maybe AEW has asked that Megan gets a lot of in ring time, which is why she's done back to back fifteen minute draws in singles action. Um, so if maybe this goes, goes draw, fifteen. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be real. Probably, but it would be good for both of them, I guess, to get yeah. that experience. Maybe not against each other, <laughs> but it would be good but to I get mean, that experience. Okay, and not to be, I mean, this is kind of disrespectful, but Megan is going to have to learn to wrestle people who are not the greatest wrestlers ever. 
you know, not the greatest woman's roster on course, the earth. Of course. Um, yeah, you count you so, can't wrestle Tommy every week. Yeah, you know? so and this is again, this is no respect to Alice Inc. I think Alice is really good. Um but you know she's I, not Utami, that's fair. Exactly. She's not Utami, she's not Suzu Suzuki. Um, you know, she's not Leah. Yeah, you know, like it's it's yeah, it's it's hard bar. So I do think that maybe having them go fifteen is smart to kind of get Megan used to wrestling people who are maybe not as great as the greatest women's roster in the world. Uh, you know, it could be a good rep for both of them. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And if it, if it goes long, we just don't have to watch it. Um, yeah. The main event then is an good. interesting one. It's Julia and Micah versus Suzu Suzuki and May Sarah. You know, I am excited for this one because I know Julian Suzu is not going to be the focus. Um, and that's cool with me. Um, I think Julian may do a lot of cool stuff. And I think Micah and Suzu are obviously going to do some cool stuff. I'm excited for this preview match, even though it's going to go 30 uh, or Micah over May, probably. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it'll be fun. And that's the main event. Uh, it's kind of an interesting yes. one. Um, the last show to preview then is on the 10th. Uh, this is in Kobe, the Kobe oh, Sunbow Hall. I like the picture. No, it's, it's very, it's very, very upsetting. Um, in the opener, we have Ida versus Yuzuki. Ooh, mm. I like that. A win. That's good. A win for the homegirl. Yeah, a win for Ida. We have Megan Bain versus Hanako. Oh. Lovely. I've been saying I think I think Megan Bain should lose to one of the tall people. Uh, it's not going to be Hanako. I was more thinking Lady C, but it's also not going to be Lady C. Uh, but I, I do think that could be kind of fun, um, even if it's just kind of a nothing match. Listen, oh, they're running, they're running the next one back. Hmm? Suzu versus Unimon. I will not complain. Yeah, that happened a couple weeks ago, but you know, it looks interesting. Hmm? Um, Hazuki and Hanan take on Minishirakawa and May Sarah. Hmm. That's interesting. Oh man, Mariah May is gonna go have a have a fucking fit. <laughs> Mariah May a, across the globe is gonna be crying and screaming in the AEW locker room. It's gonna be great. Bro, she left. It's, 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 you know, she serves it. Um, I don't even know who wins that. That's a pretty even match. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That could be a draw. Or Hanan just like eats a fall. Yeah, Not I sure. mean both are possible. Um, Hazuki could also just pin May if they want. If they want that old school, <laughs> uh, high speed title match at uh, Queendom, and get Hazuki in there. Yeah, why not? Hazuki, Azumi, May Sarah. You know, okay. Shit, dude, why <laughs> not? Why not? Yeah. Cook. <laughs> Dylan, not gonna hmm. believe this. The last two matches on the show. Our elimination matches. I'm not, Marai, I'm not Marai, watching. I'm not watching. Rai, and Alice Inc. versus Natsuko Tora. Wait, Momotanabe. Siri, Siri is uh, Siri is there. She's okay. I was gonna formatted. say, why is why is there a three on three <laughs> elimination they, they match? Formatted it wrong, so Siri is part of the title instead of the match. Mm. Uh, so it is elimination match. Shuri. And then Siri, Mirai, Ami, and Alice Inc. versus Natsuko Tora, Momonabe, Starlight Kid, and Roka. And the other elimination match, Utami, Saya, Azumi, and Kevin versus Julia, Micah, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla. So. 
it's crazy to think how much Queen's Quest and DDM have changed in the past three years. Um, because remember when they had that like thirty minute, those like thirty minute matches, uh, the elimination matches and whatnot, and now it's just like neither group is like. I mean, I guess Utami Sai and Izumi are still, you know, like this, but yeah. it is an interesting uh difference in elimination matches if you go back to that old one. But um, yeah, I think I think these stardom elimination matches are either like uh, absolutely bland and you don't need to watch them at all, or they just rule for some reason. Um, I'm going to assume this one's going to uh, Tinkobe. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably be fine. I'll probably be like, oh, okay. Um, so next week to review some of this stuff that's happening this week, we're gonna look ahead as well because there's only one show week after mm. and i suspect that show will tell us a lot about the year-end run because they have because yeah because they haven't announced the card for it yet so i think that's when we'll see people be reintegrated to the yeah, cards i, I mean hopefully hopefully next week we will have a conference to talk about yes i mean i would say that 11th 12th as you were saying like mm. that should be the latest you're, you're really getting to it but and I to. guess they're kind of like hoping people come back in time, and I think they're mm-hmm. kind of waiting on some answers for that, uh, like on a Mayu or a Koguma, you know, like because they both, as far as I'm aware, didn't have like these insane injuries as much as they just had like injuries that they didn't really want to work on. Well, I, the, Mayu was literally just her pinky finger. <laughs> yeah, but that that got she posted something about how it was not healing correctly. Um, That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. So she went to the hospital the other day uh, to get it checked out because it wasn't healing correctly. Um, but even then, you could work on a somewhat injured pinky. You know, like, it's it's not impossible. Um, but again, they just might not want them on, you know, on those injuries, like working with them. So mm-hmm. we will see. I imagine that's why they're stalling. And the schedule's just stupid. But I think that's part of why they're stalling to kind of give more information is because they don't want to, you know miss out on a Mayu match at Dream Queendom if she can't be there. Yeah. And I mean obviously the the goal with Mayu is probably before. before. She's yeah. she's the selling point of that show so far. So even if that means missing Sumo Hall, they would rather know where they stand and, you know, make a decision too early. So yeah, I would suspect in the next week we'll learn more. But I can't I guarantee hope. we will learn everything. Yeah, because they might wait through that Nigata show to really let us know who's back and what they're doing and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, I we'll have to know by year end climax, <laughs> which is the next like notable show, Quarkin, uh, which is the twenty fourth. So within the next, it'll probably be Nigata uh, Rabe. That's an interesting place, huh? usually see that um or that cork and that those will be the big ones if this week doesn't show anything and if next week doesn't have a a press conference that's that's it but you know till then just work with what we got so um we try our half as best i have as best and generally we try not to be half asleep but i cannot guarantee i had to watch some really bad sports today like i'm sorry (laughs) To put it in perspective, what I imagine people from Philadelphia felt watching the Trust the Process Sixers is 
like, that was really Chelsea, funny to watch from an outsider. Uh, Chelsea are like Most they were champions of they were champions of Europe. Oh, that was the Man United match, wasn't it? So Chelsea. Yeah, I saw I saw a, I saw a picture of that on my Instagram. And today they got walked over by the worst Manchester United team in like a decade. It's a team full of like twenty year olds. It's a team full of twenty year olds. Some of them don't look like they belong in the league. Like it is the it is legitimately the get the trust the process Sixers because like half of this team will not be there when Chelsea are good again. It is just so painful and so unbelievably unfun. So I just I just want to go to bed. <laughs> so. Um, Alex, yeah. you just you just gotta trust the process. I I cannot. You know, we call it a project. The project is a word that's been thrown around about mm. Chelsea. I'm like, what kind of project plays a 39 year old at, at center back? Oh man, the the White Sox have been rebuilding for the past like 20 years. It's oh, terrible. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Like it, it's like, oh, it's a project, man. It's a project. We'll be good. And I'm like, why is a 40 year old? Why is a 40 year old starting in defense? If this is a project, push the 40-year-old. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> we are in win-now mode. That doesn't seem to compute with a lot of people. So I just have to silently suffer this entire time. It's okay, because this show, stardom was good. Stardom is good yeah, again. And, uh, at least you're not me, who supports Sheffield United. Um, so funny. Like They are legitimately worst they're team dead last. to have ever yeah. been in the Premier League. Like they yeah. are legitimately historically. We we did we did sack our our coach. Did, did we sack our coach? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yes, yeah, uh, the coach Heckenbottom, Paul Heckenbottom. Yeah. Is it really Heckenbottom? Like, yeah, I think so. Huh. Maybe we should get Sean Heckenbottom over there. Maybe he'll he'll cook. Well, listen, he's, he's cooking with NXT. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so don't don't feel too bad. Uh, you know, historically, like. Like you said, the worst team in Premier League football. Yeah. So, um, all yeah, we need just... is like six points, though. All we need is like two wins, and then we are not last. <laughs> that's that's gonna be hard to come by. You probably do play Chelsea soon, though. That's like a free win there. Like I don't know. Uh, you know, it'd be okay. Uh, life is pain. That's yes. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, hopefully at our normal time, so I won't be on the verge of, of death. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about the stuff that's coming up. There's some interesting matches on these house shows. Hopefully we'll have actual news to talk about though. And some fun stuff for Sumo Hall and maybe new blood to dig into. But until then it's time to close the show. Mm. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. If today shine tomorrow, you decide what you believe in. Yeah. Sure.